Well, hello, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Thank you for it's time for more injury funding podcast. I'm your host, Laura, founder and CEO of more injury funding. Today, I have very special guest, Luis Vergas with Vergas Law. Um, he has two offices in the state of Georgia, um, Duluth and Gainesville, but really serving clients in most of the northern part of the state. Um, Please, please uh, tell us about you a little bit, okay. and welcome to the program. Well, thank you, Laura, for having me. Um, I'm really excited to be here. Uh, like like you said, my name is Luis Bergues. I am the managing attorney for Bergues Law. We just turned seven years here on August 1st. Um, we uh, predominantly do uh, personal injury uh, and workers' compensation, and we also have an immigration department. Um, I've been practicing law for 15 years, so uh, my first... I'm going to say part of my career, I focused on immigration. So that's also something very important in our firm because uh, we have two amazing immigration attorneys with their staff that, that continue to give that service as well. That's wonderful. Mm -hmm. And so you had mentioned you do immigration, mm -hmm. uh, workers' compensation, and personal injury. And Correct. can you approximately say which you do most of? Or which oh, yeah, of less, course. Or uh, we're probably about... 70% personal injury, 30% immigration and workers' comp. That's wonderful. So that is uh, our bread and butter here at Berg West Law is uh, uh, giving the, the clients the, the best uh, representation we can give them. That's wonderful. And, and Luis, when did you know that you want to become an attorney? Oh, great question. And that, you know, a lot of people don't remember some of these things. I actually remember very clearly. I was in seventh grade. Mm-hmm. And we had a period that um, where we had to read book, like a, a book that we wanted to read, right? So I got a little older. Uh, for some of you people that know these books, I, I used to love Goosebumps oh, when I was younger. Um, and so I, I was in seventh grade. I was a big boy, and I was like, dude, I got to stop reading Arl Stein Goosebumps. Oh, yeah. They were great. So I started reading, you know, like uh, fictional books. Uh, you know, I read Stephen King books, and then I read my first John Grisham book, which was The Firm. Oh. So a lot of people... Uh, I remember the firm from the Tom Cruise movie. And so I got hooked and I decided to become an attorney. Even though I'm not being chased by people and I don't have any kind of crazy confidential information that might get me killed, um, it kind of set me up to wanting to become an attorney. So ever since seventh grade, uh, my purpose was to, to become an attorney. That's wonderful. And uh, can you provide one or two examples of some successful cases you've done over the years? And I know you probably have so many, but you know maybe the ones uh -huh. that really stuck in your mind. Uh, sure. Uh, well, uh, one of them that really sticks in my mind is one of my bigger cases that, that I was blessed to represent a young lady. Um, she was 15 at the time, and it was uh, she was crossing the street after school, going to Starbucks off of Highway 29, and she she was crossing the street uh, when the pedestrian sign came on and everything, and um, unfortunately a cement truck was making a right turn, and they're so tall they didn't see her crossing, and they ran over her. Um, she was pinned down, didn't lose any consciousness. They had to use the the claws of death or whatever to pull her life or whatever they're called to pull her off um, she had to have some serious serious um, reconstructive surgery uh, skin grafts because it, it just really mangled her leg um, and we were able to represent her and get her a very very good uh, result in her case she, she's set for life um, her family's very, very humble, very good people, uh, and the good news is, you know, she she's walking perfectly. 
you know, I mean, obviously, the quality of life changes in those cases quite a bit. You know, she was a, she, she's a young woman um, with a very scarred leg, but um, I think it was a very good result um, for the mishap that happened. So, so she uh, she's living a normal life now and uh, very happy, and we still we still stay in touch with her. That's wonderful. Do you get a lot of postcards and letters from your from your former clients? Um, not much myself. My attorneys do. Uh, some of my attorneys, particularly immigration attorneys, uh, I think with immigration it is such a um, fulfilling kind of work as well as personal injury, but it's just in a different level. You know, people come to this country either. Um, as such as myself, uh, looking for a better future, or some of us are running away for some kind of persecution because in our country we might be persecuted for, you know, um, religion or sexual orientation or nationality or race. Um, and so it's a very fulfilling kind of work. And so our immigration department, they they get all the goodies from the clients. That's so sweet. Yeah, That's we get all the goodies from the medical providers, so it kind of evens out. <laughs> I so, love it. Yeah. This is, you know, no money can buy the really good, real, mm -hmm. you know, worth of appreciation. That's, correct, that's correct, sure. correct. So I know that you work primarily with Latin or, or Spanish-speaking clients, is that mm -hmm. correct? Yeah, I mean, um, very interesting, you know, we keep up with our metrics and everything, and it's slowly evening out. Um, we're almost, we're, we're probably about over 50% still of Spanish-speaking clients, but the rest is kind of catching up. Just English-speaking clients is catching up as well. That has to do a lot with um, the younger generation. We might have, we're going to have a lot of Hispanic clients, and, and those Hispanic clients could be, we have cases that could last seven, eight years in immigration, so we kind of grow up with these kids, you know, like we see them grow. And so the parents have children, and, and those children are born here, so then they predominantly prefer English. So, you know, we're seeing a lot of changes when it comes to uh, what language our clients speak. I love that. Mm -hmm. uh, so what is your normally approach to communication with the native Spanish speakers? Tell me, how do you ensure effective communication and your clients' understanding throughout the legal process? Mm, great question, Laura. I think... Um, you know how we talk we, we talk about this in law school talking to them in, in layman terms you know just talking to them normal we our clients it's like when I go to you know like talking to a doctor if you start telling me a lot of medical terms I'm not gonna understand it or a mechanic I don't know anything about cars I like cars but I don't know anything about cars so it's just like being able to relate to someone in in a way that they can understand right we don't use a lot of big words we don't use any technicalities if we use a word that it's very technical we explain what that technicality means you know so it's just talking to them in a term in a friendly way um, and not so much professional to client but more person to person you know friend to friend or neighbor to neighbor mm -hmm. to make them understand hey this is what's going on and in that case we were talking about we had to really uh, water down how this case was going to proceed, you know, because obviously uh, our clients don't come from a legal background, so they had to learn uh, the process as we went along and, you know, kind of like do step by step. I love mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. um, and are you least familiar with the specific challenges and concerns that native uh, Spanish-speaking immigrants face in Georgia when it comes to immigration, personal injury, and workers' compensation cases? Yeah, I think one of the big ones is uh, just uh, taboo. I mean, honestly, 
there's a lot of taboos out there. You know, you come into this country, a lot of our clients uh, cross the border. If it's the Canadian or Mexican, mostly the Mexican border from Central America, even South America from Mexico, they come here and then they're in a devastating accident. And they think they don't have any any solution. They don't have any, they can't go forward with a civil case because they're here, As I hate to use this term, but they use it all the time and I always correct my clients, they're illegal. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, that is the farthest thing from the truth. You know, when you're in an accident, labor accident or automobile accident or a slip and fall, whatever it is, this is a civil civil suit. In order when you in order to win a civil suit you just have to show preponderance of evidence. I have fifty one percent of the evidence that this is not my fault or for us you want. Immigration status does not matter if you are hit and you're going against a billion dollar insurance company. And so I think even to this day, even to this day and all our clients have social media. It's funny, right? Because a lot of our clients don't even have emails, but they sure have TikTok and Facebook, you know? And we get a lot of our information from that. Correct information or incorrect information, whatever it is. Um, and But that taboo is still there. That I don't have any papers. I can't go forward on this case, even though I'm severely injured. So a lot of... The, I think that's one of the biggest obstacles that we have with our clients still is just being able to educate them that... Things aren't as bad as you think they are just because you don't have a piece of paper saying that you're a United States citizen. Mm-hmm. So I think that's, that's a major one. Well, total mm-hmm. one makes sense. Mm-hmm. And, uh, how, how do you, Lisa, stay up, updated on the latest changes and developments in your practice as a law that may affect Spanish-speaking clients in Georgia? Well, um, that is the beauty of request law. You know, we have an amazing team here of uh, attorneys, paralegals, uh, our PI director that are up to date with any changes. And, you know, when it comes to the uh, personal injury world, there's, there's definitely changes, but in the immigration world, the changes are constant. I mean, there's a new policy here. This is how they're going to, I mean, you know, so we're up to date. We try to be up to date and we try to dis- disseminate that information to our to our base, to our audience, uh, when there's a big change on the law. Okay. And can you explain... Um the process and timeline for handling an immigration case of uh, personal injury versus uh, uh, workers' compensation uh, for your Spanish-speaking clients? Um, well, I mean, you know how we're talking about how do we communicate with our clients? I'm very, you know, I don't do consults anymore, but if I did, I would do what I always do. It's like, how long is it going to take? I have no freaking idea how long your immigration <laughs> case is going to take because the immigration system is so broke and so disastrous that that's the reason I have clients that literally have been with me for seven, eight years. Mm-hmm. Because it's absolutely ridiculous to think that the courts are packed. They're trying to put everybody in, in deportation proceedings. They don't have enough staff. It's a revolving door in the government. So um, it's impossible for me to tell you how long your case is going to take. What I can tell you is we're going to prepare everything and we're going to represent you to the best of our abilities and we're going to... Uh, move in our end as fast as we can. Mm-hmm. But that's that's how we have to talk to our clients and just being a very, very blunt with them, being honest with them, because if you give them a timetable and that, you know what happens? Once you pass that timetable, the next day they're calling you, it's like, you told me three months. Mm-hmm. And it's been three months in a day and I don't have my work permit. So if we ever give any kind of ranges, we give very conservative ranges, like it might take nine months to get your work permit. And then they get it in six and they're happy, mm-hmm. you know, an example. 
With um, personal injury, it just depends if it's a case that's going to be litigated or not. If it's a pre-litigation case, obviously we tell our clients, it's like, you just need to focus on your um, treatment. Once your treatment is done, we're going to move forward and prepare demand or a, a, you know, or a lawsuit if it's needed, and we'll go from there. If your case is going to be in the courts, it could take a couple of years, it could take less, but you got to understand this is a long process. Mm -hmm. So I think it's just, you know, setting the expectations of the client is extremely important from the get-go of how long it could take. Um, you know, we have, unfortunately, <laughs> there's so many attorneys out there that have these commercials. It's like, you know, I got in an accident and I got paid $750,000. So what does that mean? Our clients think, I got in an accident, I'm going to get paid $750,000. Could happen, unlikely. <laughs> Uh, if it's a fender render for sure you're not going to get paid that so it's setting the expectations of what kind of case you have what's the quality of the case who's the insurance company what what are your prior what's your prior history do you already have herniated discs does the court have you already submitted a, a demand in the past are we going to have to go through discovery and disclose all your medical so it's it's a process of explaining to them setting expectations absolutely mm -hmm. Um, do you have a network of professionals such as trans translators or interpreters who can assist with language barriers during legal proceedings or consultations? Yeah. And what about also um, Portuguese-speaking Brazilian population? <laughs> well, unfortunately, we don't have any Portuguese-speaking uh, people here at our firm. We do have some that speak French. Um, most, of, most of us actually uh, speak Spanish, which is great. Our, uh, our attorney, our head attorney in the immigration department is bilingual. She speaks Spanish like a native. Um, so uh, that's important, right? So when you go to court, though, in court, you have to have uh, a translator, a certified translator to handle those things for you for due process purposes, you know? So, uh, but when it comes to, to Portuguese, it's great because I understand a ton of it. I just can't speak it back, and that's what Portuguese-speaking people say as well. It's like, I understand Spanish, but I don't know how to speak it, but it's extremely similar that we can understand each other pretty well. That's wonderful. Mm -hmm. If you ever need any translation I know. Services, you got me. I know you I got, got me. Back, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so tell me, please, uh, what is your fee structure for handling immigration, mm -hmm. personal injury, and workers' compensation cases in, uh, for your Georgia clients? Mm -hmm. Are there any additional costs um, or expenses that clients should be aware of? Well, uh, when it comes to immigration, uh, since we, immigration is a flat fee, so we charge X for this process, we can put you, we have different financing uh, options for your immigration case, because you do come out of pocket in that, unlike personal injury or workers' comp. With workers' comp and personal injury, we, we charge the market rate, and it's called a contingency fee, right? So if we win, we get paid a percentage of that, of your, of the winning of the, the settlement or the the verdict or whatnot. So uh, that's why you see every attorney saying, well, you don't get paid unless we win. It's like, well, that technically every attorney, that's how you get paid. So it's, they're not reinventing the wheel. Uh, we do market rate. I think that, you know, at the end of the day, we're very proud of the product that we have here in Berg Westlaw. We do great work. We do good work. This is the reason we've been growing. Uh, at the end of the day, you can have all the billboards in the world or, you know, TV, whatever, but the best marketing tool is uh, returning clients Absolutely. or referrals from clients, you know. Um, so we're very proud of the work that we do. <laughs> we're not a 25% law firm either. So, I mean, you know, there's this new thing. People are, you know, if you want the big lots of legal services, you can definitely find it. And you can go and see the billboards out there. But you're going to get what you pay for. So um, 
I think that we, we're, we're very happy where we sit in the market when it comes to fees. That's great. Um, and how would you prior, prioritize and manage multiple cases for Spanish-speaking clients? Uh, well, that is such a great question. Um, we have an amazing team. So, you know, we have operations. Belki that runs operations is awesome in what she does. She, she sets guidelines of how we need to be, um, how to run things along with my PI director. So, uh, the important thing here at Bergwes Law is your case is that just as important as everybody else's case. I don't care if there's a $30 million policy in one case with very serious injuries. Your case that has a $25,000 policy is just as important. Mm -hmm. And we treat all our clients the same, and that is part of the growth that we've, we've had, is just being able to treat our clients the same. So we do put, uh, you know, our attorneys have their pods of uh, case managers and paralegals, and uh, we have a lot of faith, and they know how to prioritize, prioritize cases. Particularly in personal injury, we are touching each file every two weeks. Even if you're treating, you're not calling the office, we're gonna call you, make sure how you're doing, how everything's going. And that's important. Clients, even though clients are going to call when they have a question, but it's also nice when your case manager or attorney calls just to see how you're doing. Absolutely. So makes a huge difference. That's why you have. That's why everybody loves you. You know, they have because they have that family feeling. Yes, absolutely. Um, so, do your clients normally have direct access to you and your law partners throughout the duration of litigation process? Correct. Um, you know, um, our clients have access to our attorneys when needed. Um, our attorneys are there to be able to handle the legal aspect of your case. Sometimes they want to, you know, some encouragement too. So we're there for that as well. You know, we have a great team that works that work under our attorneys. They're there for you on an everyday call. Uh, but when when the time comes, when it's important, our attorneys are always going to be there to to answer any questions. I love that. And do you happen to have I don't know from the top of your head, mm -hmm. or maybe you know, maybe you will refer us to your website or your social mm -hmm. media for any testimonials or any you know nice words of uh, you know appreciation Absolutely. from your clients. Yeah, you know, we have our our, our Instagram Bergwes Law. You know, we have that's also our, our Facebook. Our, our website has a lot of that. You can see our Google reviews as well. So there's a lot of material out there uh, when it comes to the kind of work we do. Okay. And um, how many law partners do you have at your firm? I have zero law partners. They're all uh -huh. that I, it's my firm 100%, but uh, we are six attorneys. That's wonderful. Mm -hmm. And they're all at this office or between They the are offices? all at this office. Our, um, one of our immigration attorneys does handle cases in our Gainesville office. And, of course, our attorneys are more than happy to go to you mm -hmm. uh, when you're in an accident. So we have people, you know, we have our uh, community liaisons that are out and about uh, meeting our clients that can't come to the office. Uh, some clients are really happy just e-signature. They're happy. They know how this works. And some clients want to come here. Our doors are always open. Well, technically Monday to Friday, but you can come here whenever you want to. And also, um, you know, we go to you. If you can't come here, we, life gets in the way, you're too far, uh, we always come to you. So what happens is if you have a client calling from another state, let's say, you know, one of the southeast mm -hmm. states, like mm -hmm. Tennessee, Florida, Mississippi, mm -hmm. what about New York or Hawaii? What, what would you do with those clients? Well, with those clients uh, that are not, if, if they're in a, in, a, in a state that we're not licensed to practice law in, we will refer you or work closely with one of our affiliates in those states. Okay. So that's not a problem. You can call our firm. 
we'll definitely work hand in hand with an attorney that's licensed in that state. When it comes to immigration, the beauty of it is it's federal law, so you just have to be licensed in one state. So we practice immigration in every every state. Wonderful, love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Lisa, please tell me, how do you overall help your clients achieve the results that they deserve? You know, I know you have mentioned, you know, multiple details, mm-hmm. wonderful, wonderful stories there. But just kind of in a summary, how do you help them get to where they need to go and, you know, to, to well, achieve that final goal? Explain to them what a personal injury case is, first of all. Mm-hmm. A lot of our clients, if they come from um, a country in Latin America, they're shocked to hear that they could actually be compensated by the insurance company mm-hmm. of someone that hit you. This is not normal in Latin America. Uh, so we explain to them how it works. We explain to them first that their, your priority is your health. Mm-hmm. And I think that's extremely important to explain to them. This is coming from a person that has three herniated discs, probably from an accident. Uh, it's get your health in order. So if you're in an accident, your priority is your health. Mm-hmm. We're, gonna, we're gonna set you up uh, with great providers that can um, work with you, people like you as well that can fund these cases, um, and you just focus on your treatment, okay? And we're going to explain to you how this works and what we're going to be going after. So it's extremely important they understand that we can't help you if you don't help yourself, okay? If we have a client that's upset because they didn't have a good settlement and they just see, well, you only had three visits, we told you that we need you to go, and you're still in pain, um, so we can help you but you have to also help yourself. So you can lead a horse to water, you can't make them drink, right? Absolutely. So uh, we explain to them the importance of getting your health back, and that's the priority. You're getting, technically, it's not, I don't, it's not free services. You're getting your services paid for, your medical services, and we know how expensive medical services are in, in the United States, oh, yes. you know? So you're getting that paid for, and we're gonna help you get compensated as well, um, but in that order, and I think that that's very important. You know, that young lady that I told you about that, that we helped through her case, she, her friend was also in the accident. And her friend, thankfully, thankfully, was not very hurt. But the, mo- the mother came to my office and asked me, how much money can you get me? And I was like, I can't help you like that, you know? And from what I understand, she, she ended up having the 15-year-old daughter having a surgery that she didn't need just to try to build a case. We don't do that here in Brook West Law. If you're not injured, we're not going to send you to go get, you know, injections or surgeries that, you, that are necessary. Your health comes first and everything else falls in behind that. And if you work a good case and you do what you're supposed to do and we fight diligent for you that we will hear, you're going to have good results. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, what about, uh, I know, you know, in some counties, today is the first day of children going back to oh, school. Yeah, yeah. For some of us, you know, it's the first day of school. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, my son started in, in, in the Cobb County last week. Nice. Do you feel with, you know, with the beginning of school, mm-hmm. or actually, as a matter of fact, also maybe at the end of school, that there's more uh, more injuries, more car accidents? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's just like anything else. You know, you have your lo- your slow months, your your strong months, you know. The, 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 everybody's back from vacation. Mm-hmm. You know, it feels like July, everybody goes on vacation, June, July, maybe the first week of August, but uh, everything's going back in the swing of things, so be careful on the roads. You know, um, there's a lot of cars out there. We know that Georgia, Atlanta particularly, is a very... <laughs> traffic heavy state so be careful out there and not only that though we you know this is people that are not from here that don't they don't realize that georgia we get some very extreme weather here like yesterday was just like 
pouring down out of nowhere. You know, be careful when driving in a, on a uh, wet road. And God forbid, driving in snow. We know how bad we drive here in Georgia when it comes to ice and snow. Oh, so, yes. I'm coming from North Europe, yeah. so I know. I remember that, what, six, seven years ago? <laughs> I told my parents, you know, with the with the camera. But uh -huh. I couldn't believe it. He was laughing. I said, Dad, don't laugh. People don't know how to drive here? I mean, I'll be, I mean I'm, I mean, too. You know, I mean, it's like we are not used to driving in snow like in other places, mm -hmm. and you have to respect it. you got to respect snow and ice. It's yeah. very dangerous. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So uh, if it, anybody, God forbid, gets injured, how can they found um, Virgo's Law? Okay, very simple. I mean, our, our phone number is extremely simple. It's six seven eight three zero 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 zero. You can find us on, on our website, virgoeslaw.com. You can find our uh, our Instagram as well, that we have a lot of presence. And you can find my my Instagram as well, it's Injury Attorney GA, uh, where you can uh, ask me directly. That's probably the easiest way to contact me directly is through my Instagram, to be honest with you. So, that's yeah. wonderful. Mm -hmm. I think I think that's how we first actually uh, talked yeah. <laughs> through Instagram that's years true. ago. I love yep, it. Yep. Um, that's a wonderful. Thank you so much again for for all of this very you know wonderful information. Thank you, know, you explaining Laura, for how, having me. How mm -hmm. it works. But before I let you go, uh -huh. I have this one pop up question for okay, you. Okay, go you for ready? it. Yeah. <laughs> What's your biggest fear? Oh man, that's uh, that's a tough one. Um, I'm not going to lie to you and tell you I don't have any fears. Of course I do. Um, I, biggest fear is uncertainty. Just uncertainty in any level. Personal level, professional level. I like to plan things out, you know. But at the same time, I know that God's in control, which is funny, right? And there's a saying saying, when you make plans, God laughs at you. Because, you know, we like to make these plans, but we don't know what he has planned for us. So, But, I mean, it's just a, a lack of control. I think it's it's one of my big fears, and uh, it's something that I have to consistently work on. It's just knowing that we have the right people in place in my, in my personal life and professional life. It's just doing that, you know. Just trust and delegation. Exactly. And, uh, trust in God. Correct. Correct. <laughs> Um, again, that was Attorney Luis Vargas with Vargas Law, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, thank you so much again for Thank being you for having me. It was great. Uh, thank you for having me, and uh, I appreciate it. Yeah, and I want to thank you all for listening and watching us today at, um, and listening about this wonderful story of uh, personal injury, workers' compensation, and immigration law. For more tips and tricks uh, about legal funding, uh, reach out to me via all the social media sources, you know, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. And thank you so much. We'll talk to you and thank see you soon. Bye. Bye.